Hello and welcome back to Ministry Estates Summer Series Commons. As I introduced the series last week, one of the things I shared was that normally we meet in person to fellowship together, uh, to have a meal, to hear from someone, share about their story of working on the Hill and to have a time of Q&A. And due to COVID-19 and the way that things have changed, we've shifted and wanted to do uh, a similar thing, but through the podcast format. Last week, we had Michael Langer come on and talk about what he has seen in comments and share some of his advice to interns who are looking to come up to Washington, D.C. And this week, I am super excited to introduce Libby Tidwell to the Will and Rob Show Summer Commons Series. Libby is a native of Tennessee, and like other great Tennesseans throughout history, she made the move to Texas to attend Baylor University. And I'm sure at some point there is going to be a sickum given, which uh, can probably be edited out if we work hard enough. And then uh, while at Baylor, she interned twice on Capitol Hill. She interned for John Rose, uh, congressman from Tennessee, and Lamar Alexander, congressman from Tennessee. And then after completing both of those, she stayed, graduated early, correct? Yeah. That's good. I did not. So well done to you on that. Graduate early, stayed up here, and started working for Representative Brian Mast. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But um, Libby, I, I remember meeting with you when you were first looking for a job. So this was right after you finished your internship and you were interviewing, and there was a dream job that had come up. This was an office you wanted to be in. This is a position that you really wanted, but you couldn't square a certain moral issue. And so you turned down the offer. And uh, I don't know if you remember our coffee, but I just was very impressed and admire that decision. And I know that wasn't an easy one, but that was a courageous decision. And God has been faithful to provide doors and open um, avenues to you here. So welcome to the show. And we're glad to have you. And I just wanted to start by asking how you had first heard of Commons when you were, when you were interning. Yeah. First, thanks for asking me to be on. I was so flattered when you texted me about it. So that was really sweet of you. Um, I heard of Common. So I go in DC, I go to Grace DC downtown. And I think they just had like a blurb about it in their bulletin. So at Baylor, I was really involved with RUF. And so to me, Common sounded like summer RUF for interns. And I got really excited. And so I came and I only got to go to one. Um, I lived on the other side of DC, and so it didn't work out to go a lot, but I got plugged in with you kind of near the end of the summer, so that's how I got involved with Commons. Great, and well done mentioning RUF. We had James Madden on earlier this summer, or earlier this year, so who's an RUF minister at, at SMU. I'll probably talk about RUF like a bajillion times. I've heard that it's, it's I never got involved with it in college, which is much to, you know, my chagrin, my own chagrin. It's sad. It's sad for you. So when, when, you, when you first came to D.C. and you had been looking around for a job, what was it like being a college student looking for work as an intern? Yeah, I think I kind of knew this going in, but it's 100% true that it's going to take meeting with people and um, building relationships with people because that's how people We'll let you know when a position opens up in an office, they have a friend that's leaving to go off the hill or is transitioning to a different office. And then um, 
people, if they're kind enough, will send over your resume, put in a good word for you. And so that was a lot of it. I mean, there's some aspect to getting on mailing lists or whatever, but yeah, so much of it was sitting down with people, getting their advice for how to go about it. And yeah, just getting to know people. What was some of the most helpful advice you got looking for work? Yeah, that's a great question. I think a lot of it was kind of what to look for in an office and paying attention to um, leadership style, kind of thinking about, yeah, what would be a good fit? Um, People were really gracious with giving insight into maybe how, yeah, I would align with an office or maybe things that wouldn't be such a good fit. And so I think keeping an eye out for leadership, yeah, for watching um, for how the office functions um, was really great advice. Okay. What, when, when you came up here and uh, you moved from interning to working full time, what were some of the biggest parts of that transition? I think you have more responsibility in the sense that if you're an intern, you're likely working for free and you're doing what feels like pretty menial tasks as far as you're just answering phones, running errands. Um, and obviously as a staff assistant, you do some of that, but it's a little bit more, you have more responsibility and, um, you really are like officially representing your member. And so what you do, how you interact with constituents really does, um, it carries a lot more weight, I think. And so that was kind of more stressful and also transitioning from in school, my performance reflects pretty much solely on me and not on someone else. And so I felt a lot of responsibility and still do. Yeah. What I do and say not only has an impact on me, but now it has an impact on my member. How have you been able to shoulder that and process that to work through that? I mean, that is a big, that is a big change and that is a big responsibility, especially when they are a representative and you are representing a a representative. Yeah. I, I think some of it is just kind of like, I'm just going to do my best and like put in the best effort that I can. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a lot of it is remembering where my worth is found Mm. and yeah, just going forth and putting in my best effort. Um, Yeah, because it's an honor to get to work for a member of Congress. It's an honor to get to work on behalf of his constituents. And so I think that's, you just have to think about it in that light sometimes even when it doesn't always feel like that. One of the things that is said a lot about being an intern is that a lot of the work does feel, it feels menial. I I don't want to say that it is because it it is important for an office to exist, but it can feel repetitive day in, day out. And so with that work, what what surprised you most about the work uh, of being an intern or the, the office experience and people told you to look out for someone being a leader. What surprised you most about the office and what changed the most like in job responsibilities from intern to full-time staffer? So for the first part of the question, um, yeah, a lot of it, it does feel menial, especially when you are um, getting yelled at on the phone. It's not. By constituents mostly. Yeah. By constituents. Sometimes people out of state, but anyways, yeah, um, by constituents. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's, that's brutal. I was so encouraged. I listened to your last week's podcast with Michael Langer and 
I honestly needed that perspective and to be reminded of all work is ultimately done to the glory of God. Mm. And hit like the way that we classify work and what work is valuable and what work is not as valuable. There isn't that classification classification in the kingdom of God. And so, yeah, that was such a refreshing perspective for me to hear. But then, especially now as being full on full-time staff, I see how valuable having interns in the office is when we don't have interns in the office, our job is a lot harder. And so, yeah, we're so thankful for our interns because I mean, yeah, taking the time to pick up the phone when it rings breaks my concentration when I am, yeah, needing to get other stuff done. Or sometimes constituents can be really chatty and it's, you want to be receptive and listen. But yeah, it's hard when I, you know, have a lot of other things on my to do list as well. And so having interns there to run the errands to talk to the constituents um, and be gracious and listen to them, I appreciate it so much. And if, and people who are interns now then stay on the hill, I think they'll realize how valuable looking back on it is. But I even was able to perceive that while I was interning. Yeah, it just gave the rest of the staff a lot of freedom that maybe they didn't have without interns being there. As you've been working with uh, Representative Mast, what what have you learned from him? Uh, and not only as a representative, but his own personal story. Yeah. And, and him as, him as a, a believer. How how has that been working with him and starting your career? Yeah, he's such a fun boss. He's um he's younger, which I think is really cool. That's a neat perspective. So I think he brings so much energy, so much energy to the team, which is really fun. Obviously, so he um is a veteran and is a double amputee from his time in the mm-hmm. service. And so he yeah, his energy and his perseverance, he doesn't let his disability be a distraction at all. And I think he uses it to encourage other people. I think it makes him more compassionate, but also an encourager in the sense that you can't use it necessarily as an excuse um, to not keep serving people. He talks about that a lot of how it could have been really easy for him to sit down and be like, okay, I've done my time. I've served our country. But yeah, he continues every day to keep going, which I think is really neat and inspirational. In addition to that, there this whole country is going through its own trying time in 2020. It seems like one thing after the other. And as you look at your work starting from 2019 to 2020, and all the experiences that have been going on, how do you how you, how do you view your work, and how are you able to process it in the midst of this whole experience? Yeah, I think when I um, the day to day, you kind of can't, but then. The overarching of, yeah, and my time on the Hill, I've seen a lot of, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been here for right at a year. And so it makes me think about the God-ordained purpose of government is to defend people and to bring order amongst chaos. And everything feels so chaotic right now. And so it's a privilege and a big responsibility, I guess, to be a part of that. And so that's what I want my work to reflect is, yeah, to bring order among chaos and instead of inciting chaos, that feels like sometimes trendy isn't necessarily the right word, but that feels like a lot of 
the goal sometimes is to create more chaos and that just isn't what we're called to do. And so that encourages me whenever I, sometimes I get frustrated about what's going on at work or in the world with the government. It's encouraging to think about, okay, well, if we're supposed to make earth look a little bit more like God's kingdom, it's not to create more chaos it's to kind of try to bring some order i love that i love that this deep idea of peace and shalom this harmony word that you know is this idea of a basically a carpenter's joint that fits perfectly in and when we are there's an opportunity on the hill i think to do that to to deal with flustered or angry people or hurting people um and to try to bring some order out of that chaos is a beautiful thing and really needed my my last question for you is this what advice would you give a college student looking to intern yeah i think it was so neat getting to intern so i interned for one of my home senators and then i interned for my home congressman and so that i think is a great place to start um it's been interesting jumping into so i'm from tennessee and then i lived in texas but now i work for a member from florida and so it's been interesting. There's a big learning curve. And so it's great, I think, for to start off maybe interning in your home state or where you go to school. I think it's it just was really helpful to me. It was like a sense of home and somewhere kind of far away from home. So that was I would encourage you to do that. I think that's a great place to start and it's easier to get your foot in the door there. But then, yeah, while you're an intern, it's such an opportunity. Your office should be encouraging you to um, get out and learn more about different policies, learn about how things work on the Hill. It's such a unique work environment. And the process of how lawmaking happens, you can't really learn it unless you're here doing it. And so, yeah, your office should encourage you to get out and learn more. And so take opportunities to meet with people, ask to be introduced to different people, to hear about their experience. Because, yeah, it just was so helpful for me once it came time to look for a job and to figure out, okay, is this where I want to be? Because as an intern, yeah, you don't have to know, but it's a great place to come and learn about a lot of different things to then kind of give you direction going forward. Last question. I, I have one last, last question. Okay. That's always good. Our theme verse is taking every thought captive. Um, you've also been able to live with some really great women since you've been here. How has living in community, and one of the things I, I bring this up is because Ministry to Satan Commons hopes to foster community and to have a Christian support structures. You know, yeah, plausibility structures would be the more philosophical idea, but the, these reinforcing people that help us sustain our beliefs. And so this idea of taking our thoughts captive, how has your friendship and your experience at Grace Bible Studies, how has that helped you live out your faith and to help bring order out of chaos and to be in your work every day? Uh, yeah, I love that question. I feel like I've seen the Lord. So I, I work so clearly in that way here in high school. I went to a Christian high school from seventh through 12th grade and then Baylor university's Christian university. And so this has really been, and you and I have talked about this. This has been kind of the first place where I primarily spend the most amount of my time. Isn't specifically a setting of people who would say that they believe the same thing that I believe. And so my initial reaction to that is to be afraid because I um, haven't done that before and I don't want to do it poorly. Um, I don't want to go out and I'm fairly vocally a Christian and I don't want to go out and 
be a poor reflection of who Christ is. And so, yeah, my initial reaction is to retreat and to want to hang out with my Christian friends because it's safer. And yeah, I'm not witnessing really to anyone in that, in that setting so much. And so church and Christian community has grown so much because I need to be reminded of what's true because I'm so forgetful of the gospel and where my values found. And I've been, I fall into that easily in work, but then also I need that encouragement and that, that at home feeling that you get from being in Christian community to then go out and to know what's true so that I can then love the people around me who maybe don't know the Lord well in my office or just in the workplace in general. Wonderful. Libby, that's wonderful. Great way to end it. I think, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing your thoughts and wisdom and for being a part of ministry of state, both commons and ministry of state at large. So we're very thankful for you and hopefully get to see you around Lincoln park. Uh, Would love that. Would love that. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for tuning in to uh, the Will and Rob show. I'm Will Stockdale. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at, at Stockdale Will. You can follow Robert Hassler at RV Hassler. Tune in next week for uh, episode three of our comment series.